This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Okay, so let's talk tickets right now because uh, we are starting to see the the tickets kicking in. They're starting to be mailed out to British Columbia drivers. Uh, More speed section, intersection and speed cameras are being installed. They've gone up from 10 to 15 in the last couple of of months and according to numbers posted just yesterday drivers received 7353 speeding tickets from intersection cameras in just October through December there were 15 cameras active in uh, November and that was up from 10 in October so to talk about this a guy who should know he's a retired cop he is Grant Gottcatro from the West Vancouver Police Department formerly of the West uh, Vancouver Police Department and a regular with my good friend John daily on back on the beat here on cknw grant thanks for joining us today thanks for having me sterling it's a pleasure sir so all of we're back to this how long has it been grant because we've been through this camera business before i remember cops having to sit in vans on the side of the road because it was determined unless at one point there wasn't a live officer there to witness the camera taking a picture of your car going too fast it wouldn't stand up in court we've been through this thing a few times when did it all start that was that was twenty years ago in the nineteen nineties. Yeah, uh, the photo radar came out, and uh, the government assured us in the day back then that it would only be set up in high crash locations and never at the bottom of a hill. But of course, once they realized the money that it generated, then it suddenly became set it up wherever they decided. Because uh, one of their favorite places was the four hundred block of Brunette, which is down by the train station in New West. And I can tell you, in the 11 years I worked there before I jumped to West Van, that was not even close to being a high crash location. But it was good at generating a lot of money. Because uh, it's, it, it's a great street, uh, straight stretch to scream down. I do it myself when I do the morning show here, Grant. I, I just come sure. blitzing down that, that stretch. Yeah. So if this has, we've gone around the block a few times on this. Whose yeah. uh, brainwave was it to bring it back? Well, the government. <laughs> but, but certainly but we saw it um, extinguished we saw the program called yes, out a, for what it was which is basically a cash cow and then governments realized that the 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 driving public was on to it and them and almost embarrassedly shut the thing down well the problem back 20 years ago was their tolerance before issuing a ticket for photo radar was in some cases 10 to 15 kilometers lower than what the police were enforcing. You know, like in a 50 zone, 12 kilometers over in a place like the 400 block of Burnett. Well, that was just, that was just generating money hand over fist. Sure. The current, the current system, the tolerance is much higher. Um, now, while it's not been disclosed, and I understand why, I know what it is. I won't say it, but it's quite high. It was about my threshold when I was on the job the last few years, so it's considerable. Okay. So so at least the government's being a little bit fair that way, and they're also giving you plenty of notice. There's signs up saying there's a speed camera ahead, dummy, Mm -hmm. slow down. Right. Right. But the problem isn't so much that everyone's flying. The problem is the reliability of the equipment that's being used. And that's where the government is going to have a difficult time convincing people that these, these, they don't like to say photo radar. 
It's a, it's that's a four letter word. That's but right. Yeah. You're getting a photo in the mail <laughs> of a speech that being alleged that they're using radar. Mm-hmm. So it's not photo radar. It's a photograph that's obtained by radar. So it sounds different, right? You know, it's a political nightmare. So they don't want to use that term. I understand that. And I appreciate that. The red light cameras are fairly straightforward. Mm-hmm. You can, you can see where you are. And I've seen the photos when I've gone to uh, court and I've spoken to some of the intersection enforcement people, the photograph shows where your vehicle is in relation to the stop line, in relation to the red light. So you're kind of, busted there that you can't sure. argue that that's right but the, but the problem with the with the photo that comes in the mail for speeding well it's not a video it doesn't show your vehicle in motion it shows a stationary photo basically it's stationary because it's it's a still photo sure with a speed that's stamped on it mm-hmm. and you're kind of going well that doesn't make any sense i don't i don't even go that fast right so um, and there's two separate there's two separate rules that are in play right now when it comes to speed enforcement in the province, and that's another issue that I have is that the police officers are required to have a visual estimation if they're going to allege a speeding ticket in court. It's trained on every radar, police radar, and police laser course in the province of British Columbia. Part of tracking history is you have to have a visual estimation. Okay. Then, then the reading from the device. But the government saying in this case, no, 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 there's no need for a visual estimation. Remove the human element completely. Rely you know, completely like, on the device, yes. Yeah, because equipment is never faulty. Yeah. Equipment never has an issue. I mean, we have to rely completely on the word of, a, of computers because that's, that's the message they want to convey. So I don't like the fact that there's two separate set of rules when it comes to court. Okay. Who's making all the money here? You've got to follow the money when these sorts of obvious decisions are made because this is a cash cow. We have abundance of evidence to support that. So where's the money go? The city? The province? Well, it's going to go into um, the government coffers. How much of it is going to be divvied up to the dumpster fire of ICBC? I have no idea. Right. Um, You know, these... Uh, th- these agencies are are constantly in the red. So, but uh, the government is giving plenty of notice about these things. Their tolerance is higher before you get the ticket. There's signs that say there's an intersection. You can go online. You can go on the line and find where all these speed enforcement cameras are. Sure. Yep. The issue is the issue is the reliability of the equipment because nothing is infallible, which is why. You have to have a human element. It doesn't matter what the what the manufacturer says. Oh no, no, this is perfect. It's never wrong. Things go wrong all the time, right? And at the end of the day, if you go through an intersection and you see the camera flash in your rearview mirror, right? Immediately take a look at how fast you're going and and make a note of it, so that if the ticket shows up in the mail two weeks later or however long it takes. You can go, no, no, that says I'm doing 85, right. but I was only doing 55. Well, then you can argue that in court. And I was in court recently where that was successfully argued, as it should have been. 
Sterling Fox in for Simi Sarah on a snowy Tuesday, joined by Grant Gutkatro, former police officer in New West and West Vancouver, talking intersection cameras. And Grant, you were saying you were in court recently. We got the. Let me just before we, I, I ask you the question, uh, Paul's already on the line from Port Moody because he wants to jump in on this conversation too. And we'll get to Paul in just a second. But if you'd like to, to join the conversation about intersection cameras, lines are wide open as always. Six zero four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight. Now, Grant, we'll take Paul's call in a second. But you have to tell us how you successfully argued down an 85-kilometer-an-hour ticket with a a photo uh, on it, uh, and you knew the driver was doing 55. That's a 30-kilometer-an-hour discrepancy, and you won. How'd you pull it off? Well, let me just clarify. It wasn't a ticket I was involved in. I just happened to be sitting in listening. Okay. Um, Because the courts are open. Anyone can go into the traffic court and sit and listen to trials if you want to. Um, the government is being very transparent here. I can't, I have to emphasize that, right? Like they're giving lots of locations about this. So they're doing their part there. It's just, they have to understand that this is a real political hot button topic for people. Um, so the intersection, uh, this particular charge, the, the, the photograph indicated 85 kilometers an hour and the gentleman was adamant. He was going, he wasn't going any faster than 57 kilometers an hour. The burden is always on the crown beyond a reasonable doubt. Okay. The burden is on the person who's issued the ticket that they have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. And if the disputant or the driver provides any evidence to the contrary, then the judge has to weigh. And, of course, in Canada, the burden's on the Crown. Right. So if there's any reasonable doubt, it goes in favor of the disputant. So the ticket was $196 fine because that's the second tier of speeding offenses. Yep, gotcha. Uh, you know, one to 20 kilometers over is $138 fine. And then 21 to 40 over is $196. So the judge convicted him rightfully so for the first tier. That is the one to 20 kilometers over. Ah. So the fine got reduced to $138. Gotcha. He didn't beat it completely. He just had it knocked down to a little more manageable number. This is why I'm saying you take a look at how fast you're going, because if you're doing 50 in a 50 zone and you're adamant about that, the burden is on the crown to prove that you were actually doing 85 and all they're relying on is equipment that, well, there's a different set of rules for the police. They have to have the human element. They have to have the visual estimation. I don't blindly trust anything that's electronic because what happens if the equipment was tested and it didn't pass, but the equipment didn't register that it had failed and it keeps functioning? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's include our callers here because Paul's been waiting for in Port Moody for a couple sure. of minutes on this one. Paul, go ahead. Thanks for waiting. I appreciate your patience. Well, yeah, I could see what you're saying about the judge. I mean, the judge probably gave this guy a break, and judges do. They're, they're yeah. really good about doing that. But my best advice to to anybody who gets a photo radar is don't acknowledge that you've gotten that ticket. Uh, the, if you don't acknowledge that you, you've gotten that ticket, they will have to serve you another way, and sometimes they'll serve you through a, a processor. Yes. And they, and you don't acknowledge that either. And after a certain amount of time, they give up on it. And the best advice to, to, to is not to acknowledge it whatsoever. Don't, don't send in a dispute because these photo radars are very difficult to beat. 
So the best advice, do not acknowledge it at all. All right. Uh, you're the former cop. You, you know the court side of, of, uh, of how these things work. Grant, <laughs> how would you interpret that advice? Uh, put it on ignore. Pay no attention. Well, of course, then when you go to reinsure your car, you know, the ICD... Sooner or later, it catches up to you, doesn't it? Well, yeah, the auto plan agent will say, oh, you've got this outstanding fine, and you will not... They won't reinsure your car unless you um, pay it. And because it's on the registered owner, see, this is the thing as well, and the government is emphasizing this, there's no points with this. It's just going to the registered owner, and it's just a fine. It's like a really expensive parking ticket. It doesn't go on your driver record. Listen, at the end of the day, if you go through a, and, you, and it flashes and you look down at your speed the speedometer, you're going, yeah, I'm definitely speeding, then fine, pay it. Right. But if you don't believe you were going as fast as you, they, they're claiming, then you have every right to challenge the evidence in court. And if you, it is, now, now Paul is right, it can be very difficult for a layperson. So obviously, if you're going to fight this type of ticket, you may want to consider retaining legal counsel. All right, there you go. Get, or at least getting uh, legal advice. One more call are, here. There, Malcolm there, there in there North Bend. Malcolm, go ahead, please. Hi, Sterling. Hi. Um, I got caught uh, a few years ago, and I'm a GPS guy. And I got my Garmin, and I'm also techie, and I was able to take the information off of my Garmin, put it into my computer, went to court, and that was my evidence. It showed, it's in terms, it's called a KML string, and it was able to show that, no, I was not speeding through that intersection. My GPS also, and I got the latest in Garmin, tells me every red light camera or uh, whatever camera it is on the face of the map. Now, not everyone's going to have one, but the bottom line is what your guest just said. Look, there's signs everywhere. If you can't see a sign that says red light camera, Turn in your driver's license. <laughs> Good point. I have to leave it there, Malcolm. Excellent point. And only a couple of seconds for you to respond, Grant. Here's a guy Here's a guy who beat technology with better technology. Well, it's called evidence of the contract. That's right. The Crown has the burden. The Crown can't argue that because the person who's showing up to uh, prosecute this ticket didn't witness the offense. They're going on hearsay. The hearsay is the photograph. All right, we'll leave it there, okay, Grant, because I'm fresh out of time. Thanks for the calls. Interesting stuff. And, of course, this one is far from a... They brought it back. So whatever happens, they deserve exactly what they got.